Hello. You're listening to Just Another Panel Show. And tonight, our topic is the news. Also, see if you can work out when we turned off the air conditioner. Yeah. You know, professionalism. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the assistant? No, I'm the assistant. You're the assistant. He said there was a sound effect. That was the sound effect. That was the intro. That That was was a door close. Oh, sorry. um. (laughs) Minister, I've got the recording from the incident in Syria. Is it bad? It's bad. Listen. Lieutenant, we've got two hostiles coming from behind. I think it's the Syrian. Oh, fuck. Another stab in East London. <laughs> Lieutenant, focus. You're from Hampstead. The BBC's reported two dead last week, man. Get down. Get down. Two? Dead? Bye. Shit. Call my sister to see if she's okay. And if she doesn't pick up, what if she's been hurt? Tell you what, I didn't see her post safe on Facebook. Are they still doing that? What's the latest on Brexit? Has Laura Coonsberg tweeted today? They are coming. We need to inform command. The invasion. Hold on, cadet. The live BBC feed isn't updated. The Guardian. Try the Guardian. Ah! Fuck, Captain, I've been shot. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We need a doctor. Lieutenant, get medical assistance once we get out of Syria. But I'm just... Just reading the NHS is underfunded. Oh, and the strikes this weekend. It's just awful. What's Huffington Post saying? Cadet, wake up. Dead. My mobile is dead. I can't even see what's happening with Brexit. And that's the end of the recording. It's very serious. We need to get them some internet connection now or I'll, our team needs the BBC Live updates and how will they listen to just another battle show? first time of reading a sketch sounds like. That was a very interesting uh, accent for Tony from Hampstead, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, forgot that part of my character development. <laughs> yeah, so as you know, tonight's theme is the news. And there won't be any news tonight. It's not current, it's topical. Really, I think the news is like uh, thinking persons love Ireland. <laughs> you know? We're just as obsessed. We want to see who's knocked out. We want to see who wins. And once that all happens, we ignore the ongoing implications and just jump into the next issue. Very true. Yeah, do you want to comment on that? I, I try and avoid main news stories these days. I just go for like the, you know, the showbiz columns. I think that's where the real news is at. There was a story today that something like 90% of men avoid green behaviours, like reusing bags and so on, because they think people will con- consider them gay. And I think that just shows like... How important the news yeah. is. <laughs> do you use bags? I went shopping a few weeks ago and my wife said, take these bags, and I left them in the car. Half an hour later, I'm in the car park, shamedly repacking my bags into like, the reusable ones. She thought you'd be gay if you used And divorced me. <laughs> this is my interpretation of the news. Uh, week one, someone tweets, writes in, complains about how long it takes to get to work, and we need a tunnel. And then week two, the media write about how we need a tunnel. Democracy is broken without this tunnel. And then week three, the government relents, announces tunnel, and media writes... Aunt Anna is going to lose her home because the government's callousness to this tunnel stopped the tunnel. That's the news. Well, welcome all. These are our four contestants. I've split them into two teams. And they're competing for the lovely 
and wonderful audio trophy. <laughs> that will sound lovely on my mantelpiece. It fits any London apartment. It's got the explosions to match. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, tonight I have two teams. On team broadcast, we've got Jack O'Carlin. Hello. And Ed Jefferson. Hello. Are you both addicted to the news? No, the news is scary, uh, and watching the news is for nerds, so I try to avoid it. <laughs> Eddie, you wrapped up in an, you know, in an issue? Do you I kind of can't help it. I was trying to kind of find something light to talk about from the news for this panel show, and like it's been such a miserable weekend. Uh, you know, there's been two. What do you mean ma- a kid died? It's not been that miserable. <laughs> <laughs> no, the kid was fine. The kid was fine. Was he? Which kid well, we I don't know. There were two mass shootings in America, so... Some kid threw a kid on over in Tech Modern. He's still alive, isn't, isn't he? He is know. still alive. He's, he's in a stable condition, and the BBC reported that he, he was French. And I feel like that was them <laughs> trying to say, like, don't I'll worry, guys, it's okay. What? So because he's French, it means we don't care even about he's, him. He's fine, but even if he wasn't, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> All right, just, just remember, this isn't current, so hopefully <laughs> when we're listening to this later in the... No one's thrown another kid off the tape. If I make a joke about the mass shootings, I mean, they're happen con- happening constantly, so they'll always be current. Oh, you're fine with that? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. they're very trendy. Like, I just, I, I mean, I feel like it's getting to the stage where America's going to have to change their national anthem to another one bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That was a good Thank joke. You. Thank that was you. A good I joke. thought it was a good joke as well. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to add in some audience laughter, but I yeah. think that was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome our, our second team for tonight, the Team Online News. Uh, welcome Elliot Dallas. Yes. Ellie, do you addicted to some form of news yourself? I read uh, BBC Sport gossip in the morning, even though I don't know why. It doesn't actually make a difference in my life at all. I mean, I <laughs> like n- other news, but sport. I, I think it's like no, not real journalists. They have lots of grammatical errors, and it makes me feel better about myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome our second team member, Jan Alexander. Hello, hello. Are you addicted to a particular form of news? Twitter. That's where I get most of my news from, and I end up getting more worked up by the comments underneath the stories than the stories themselves. Do you add to the story? Normally call somebody a dickhead, get blocked. Oh, you're one of those? Yeah. Ah. But I started a, a fake department of exiting the EU Twitter account once. <laughs> <laughs> this is before they even had their own Twitter account, and so everyone was following me. I mean, it was completely obvious. It was jokes about how they'd set up in Starbucks and what was the Wi-Fi password. And, you know, back in the days <laughs> where they had no fucking idea what they were doing. And then I mentioned one of the ministers. And two hours later, they had their own Twitter account and I was blocked. <laughs> so I once, I once went onto Twitter to... Uh, I, I read um, somebody had shared on my Facebook an article from The Telegraph. It was like an op-ed piece. And I found it like this really disagreeable topic. It was something about like... Uh, blaming women for dressing scantily and that's why they get raped. So I went onto Twitter to like give the person who wrote it a piece of my mind, already to find out that she'd already blocked me for something else. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd completely forgotten about it. (laughs) Well, shall we kick off with our first game then? Step one, read the question. Step two, lie your ass off. That's how to play Two Lies and a WikiHow. I put more effort into the stings, but what would be the fun in that? All right, so in order to learn how to be a journalist, you don't need to go to university or have any training. Um, This day, you just need the internet, and more specifically, WikiHow. You can find out, if you're interested, how to post news articles on Facebook. (laughs) 
So either way, this game is called Two Lives of WikiHow, and I've given each of our panellists a WikiHow article with one real instruction, and they've come up with two additional fake instructions, and our other panellists are going to determine which one is real. So let's start in the same way we'd order news, how to write a news article. Ed. Yes. Read out your two lies in a WikiHow. Okay. How to write a news article. Give all the important details. (laughs) Compare someone to Hitler. (laughs) And if writing for the Express, be sure to reference Princess Diana. (laughs) (laughs) They are all very plausible. Team Online, do you have any clues? Do you want to work out which which one's the real one? Can you say them again? Say them again. Repeat, yes, repeat. (laughs) Uh, step one, give all the important details. Step two, compare someone to Hitler. Step three, if writing for the Express, be sure to reference Princess Diana. I mean, the Diana one is the banker, though. I think, you know, that's just from the Express's style guide. And that could also apply for the Daily Mail as well, I believe. I mean, to be fair to the Express, they are responsible for employing about half of the mediums in the country just to speak to Diana. (laughs) (laughs) So, which one have you gone with? Which one's the real one? I think it's the one about facts and details, despite it being completely untrue of most news articles. (laughs) You mean give all the important details. That is is the correct one. That is the correct one, yes. Shockingly. Um, It continues, when writing, it's important to include all the relevant facts and details. (laughs) And then follows up with, also... Follow up main facts with additional information and conclude your article. (laughs) Of course, your final step is, in case you don't know what to do once you finish the article, have your editor read the article. That is the final step. You have to conclude the article, and if that step wasn't in there, somebody would just read it and keep going indefinitely. <laughs> just never stop. Now that we're all journalists, the next one is how to write a news headline. Elliot, this is yours. Include humour or puns in the headline only when appropriate. Learn how to write and go outside. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which one's the real one? I liked that it's specified to only include humour or puns if appropriate. Like, does it? <laughs> yeah, but that is exactly the kind of stupid advice WikiHub would give. It is, yeah. Like, I mean, wh- when is it appropriate to use humour or puns on a front page, and when has anybody ever stuck to the appropriate time? <laughs> <laughs> Never appropriate. Never appropriate. Ellie, what will they read those three out again for us? Include humour or puns in the headline only when appropriate. Learn how to write. Go outside. I mean, learn how to write is really base step one. If for most things, really. If you don't know how to write, you're probably on the wrong WikiHow if you're starting with a headline. <laughs> WikiHow is very simple. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if they it don't says know how, how to write, how did they there. get onto WikiHow in the first place? That's a good point. Hey, There's a WikiHow for that. Yeah. <laughs> There's a WikiHow for everything. Let's, let's All right, which one's the real one? Let's go with the puns. I think it's the puns. Is the puns, yeah. Elliot? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Also, another one, don't spell out numbers. <laughs> it's an important tip. Uh, let's jump on the next one. Jack, you've got the... Yep. How to read and speak like a TV news reporter. Is it one, learn to fake apathy at news stories you might find funny. (laughs) (laughs) Two, learn learn to read from a distance. Or three, repeatedly watch clips from Anchorman to learn how the professionals do it. (laughs) I want the third one to be true. (laughs) Could well be. Jan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'd just like to know why being able to read from a distance is of benefit. I think that would be from a benefit, like if you're, if you're locked out of the studio, you know, you have to look through the windows, that type of thing. I'm also not sure whether apathy is the right emotion to have when, like, sort of reporting on a massive tragedy. <laughs> just like... As soulless as possible. <laughs> <sighs> 300 dead in Bangladesh. Which one's the real one? Is it the read from distance? It is. Not only that, the other tips are practice, 
<laughs> and record yourself. It's a rookie error if you can't actually send the report to anyone. So. That's also good advice for comedians. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. And <laughs> <laughs> our last one, how to spot fake news. Um, before I read these, like that WikiHow Wiki article is fantastic. Like every article in WikiHow has illustrations, even when they're not appropriate. Like <laughs> the How to Spot Fake News article has illustrations, and one of them's just got a woman looking at a newspaper with a like magnifying glass. <laughs> um, so anyway, here's the three. Number one, How to Spot Fake News. It has been shared by an elderly relative on Facebook. <laughs> Two, look for spelling errors and dramatic punctuation. And then three, the headline is followed by the statement, 99% of my friends won't be brave enough to share this. <laughs> Which one is the real one? I, I, f I feel like number one, mocking the elderly is, is good advice, but considering WikiHow's target audience, they're probably not going to say that. Just on that note, I find it quite funny i don't know if you guys find this as well having like grown up with the internet that you know w when the internet first became a thing your parents were just like oh don't trust anyone don't trust anything don't meet anyone and now they'll just believe like you know hillary clinton has secret affair with a space alien and they'll be like oh my god i knew it <laughs> one and three are probably the realistic advice that they're the advice you should follow yeah but, but i'm gonna say wiki home for number two yeah they did indeed Look for spelling errors and dramatic punctuation. You might find the occasional typo it reads. Now, I'm not sure if they've read The Guardian recently, but if this is the case, there's certainly a lot of fake news on there. One of the final one is look for strange URLs, sloppy website design, and other red flags. That's her advice. Look for red flags. <laughs> That's the point of the article. That is the entire <laughs> point of the article. What if it's a story about red flags? <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of fake news is Russian. <laughs> well, at the end of that, it's, it's even. It's two for two. So congratulations to our broadcast and online teams. And um, let's move on, because once you've learnt how to create the news, then you need to learn how to do... Are you there? Hello? Hello? <coughs> I think we've got it. And we cross live now. Two... That's right. It's the cross live round after some quickfire news. They usually obviously head into a more detailed segment that involves a live cross. So tonight's game is we cross live now too and to help us understand the value of live crosses, let's cross live to our Manchester studio apartment to understand the deal with live crosses. Pete, am I there? Yes, absolutely are, Pete. So tell me, what's the function of a live cross? Well, in radio, uh, there's almost no function as you really can't see what's going on around me. But what about, about video broadcasts? Well, I was going to continue. Okay, sorry, yep. And yes, so... Stop interrupting. Oh, all right, so, no, yeah, so... You can. Yep. No, you, you As can I was saying... No, just... <laughs> oh. Do, 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 yep. You can... Yep. <coughs> if this was being broadcast, you could see the excitement going on behind me. Perhaps you could describe what's going on? Well, one of my housemates is stabbing the other with a knife. Uh, which actually would demonstrate the value of a live cross if it was relevant to the story. The listener gets a sense that the story's unfolding around them, uh, but from the safety of their own home. Shouldn't you, um, like, call the police? Uh, that would influence the course of events. But I think we know now the value of a live cross. Oh, uh, yeah, we do. Oh, thanks, Pete. No, thank you, Pete. Kisses. <laughs> 
Also, our panellists are going to try and win points by performing a live cross, a newsreader crossing to the live reporter. And only you, the audience, are actually going to know what the report is about. So it could be a place, a person and an issue. So we're going to need your enthusiastic support here. Yes. This is a, we need some audience participation for this one. Uh, so, if they're getting close, we give them an ooh, and if they're, yeah, and if they're far away, we give them a no. Yeah, so I think we've got this. I think we've got this. We'll start with you. Jan, you want to be the reporter? Elliot, you, do you know how this game works? We'll find out. Do you have your reporter voice? Elliot, do you have a quick read of this so you know what you're doing? This is a news report that Jan is working on. <laughs> we all got that. Crossing live to Jan. Thank you, Elliot. I come to you live from London, where I have left London and gone somewhere else uh, within the UK, uh, and then uh, gone to an airport in that place and flown overseas to come and report on this story. And I've gone to a country that is in Europe. Um, It was a very long flight, Elliot, a very long flight. I changed in Schiphol Airport and took a flight to the USA. Um, where I landed in Washington uh, and I'm here in Washington to report to you live at this scene that is happening at the White House. Um, Elliot, you can can feel free to jump in here and ask him questions. I can't remember everything. (laughs) (laughs) I've just filled you in on my travel itinerary so far. All right, cool. You're doing Um, good. Yeah, so uh, I'm here to report. uh, Donald Trump has today made an announcement uh, mm. um, he will be not be making an announcement. Uh, it was a very odd move, Elliot. Uh, people are perplexed as to why he would choose to do this on Twitter. Mm. No. Um, uh, didn't do it on Twitter. His, his spokesperson reported this. But uh, Donald Trump has um, uh-huh. been caught. Yeah. He wasn't loving it. No, he wasn't loving it. Uh, he uh, has had. He, he's thrown up after uh, eating mm. too many Big Macs. Ooh. Ooh. He's choked to death on a nugget. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and back to you in the studio. <laughs> that was at the White House. Donald Trump chokes on a Big Mac. What do we reckon? That was worth three points. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was very good. All right, oh. let's, let's <laughs> jump onto your news report now. Who's going to play the reporter? I am live. You're so going to be the Jack reporter? Going live. Lovely. Here is your... <laughs> On this tumultuous issue, we cut live to our reporter in the field, Jack, unpronounceable surname. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I am live here from the continent of Europe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm live from Turkey, 50% Europe, 50% Asia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. It's the jet lag. I've been all over the place this morning. Mm. I'm coming to you live from the Kennedy Space Station. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say I was surprised to find the Kennedy Space Station was in Europe. (laughs) Uh, I'm here today because uh, a politician. They're at it again. I'm sorry to report the politician. (laughs) They're at it again. (laughs) So we're live in Europe. If, I, if my sources are correct, the politician is uh, Boris Johnson. Yeah. It is. It's Boris Johnson. Ah, uh, but what's he, what's he like? We're we're live from Boris Johnson has gone on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I like they're all collectively making the same sound effects. <laughs> 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 He's gone to to Brussels to negotiate. Oh. Boris oh. wouldn't uh, actually do any work, would he? Let me remind yes. you that we are reporting from ITV Two. Oh, we'll report. Oh, yeah. Boris Johnson has made his way uh, to a villa. Yeah. 
Yeah. Boris Johnson has coupled up with Tommy Fury on Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> That's close. I mean, that's probably the better answer than what we've written here. Uh, he's just he's in the villa. Yeah, Boris yeah. Johnson's in the villa. <laughs> let's let's go with that. We'll, we'll give you we'll give you four boys. It's actually uh, Love Island, where Boris Johnson is coupled with a number ten junior press officer. Nice. You know, he's going he's going younger. Uh, so <laughs> current scores. Our online team are on seven. Broadcast news team are on eight points. So it's a fix. Let's just quickly jump into some business news. But uh, what's the point in the bulletin if you're poor? You know, is it really the point in finance news? While our panellists are preparing for the debate, I've got some poor person finance news for rich people who don't understand what the world is really like. <laughs> so, here's our poor person business news. <laughs> Rates on short-term loans are rising. Rates are up 0.5% to 49.5% APR. <laughs> Going abroad, one pound will buy you less than one euro, with a pound dropping and commission rates increasing because, you know, why not? You'll pocket less for your trip. Uh, but there's a higher percentage going to bankers, and that's more money in the economy. <laughs> if you don't have shares, and you don't, then you'd be happy to know that other people have increased their wealth by 0.78% just today. And mortgage rates probably aren't relevant, so you'd be interested to know that the council housing waiting times are down an average three days. <laughs> and the local Tesco discount fridge has been restocked, with expiring chicken the most popular product. <laughs> and that's business news. <laughs> Order, order. We must have a debate. It must be debated. Hooray! Tonight's topic is, of course, that sport isn't a news. It's a good challenging one for one side or the other. Jan, do you want to start? Go on, then. Lovely. All right. We've got 30 seconds. Our two teams are going to battle it out. Uh, I am pro sport. Ooh, our, our broadcast news are pro sport. Pro sport mm. side here. And, uh, and go. So I just want to say sport is the backbone of this country. Our national identity is founded on England making a disappointing tournament run every four years. And not only that, I think the country depends on it economically. Sales of cans, disposable barbecues shoot up during England's tournament runs. Sales of cans and disposable barbecues shoot up after they're knocked out. Basically, we've got Brexit coming. And I think if you're going to say that you think sport isn't a news, you're effectively telling the working man on the street that you want him to lose his job and the country to fall into recession. Time out! Lovely pro-sport argument there. Broadcast team, have you got a... Yeah, uh, if we wanted to hear about England being smashed by the rest of Europe, we'd just watch the politics news. <laughs> Uh, if we took sports out of the news, that would give us an extra 10 minutes to dedicate to the weather because the planet is literally on fucking fire and no one's going to care until the Thames overflows and drowns Anthony Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I take issue with uh, the people that we, uh, we turn into our sporting heroes. Uh, you know, for example, from the last 10 years, people like Wayne Rooney, Lewis Hamilton and Tyson Fury. Hey! Are these, pe are these really the people we want to represent as the best of us? Because if you think about it, if they weren't talented in sport, they'd just be stacking shelves in Aldi. Uh, and final, final note, Gary Lineker's a wrong in anyway. I'm out! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elliot, you're wrapping up for the pro sport okay. team. Give us those best points to kind of nail this argument. I've only got two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so transfer deadline day is the only acceptable version of men's gossip. 
girls get to talk about their feelings. We get to talk about, like, is Pepe going to move to Arsenal or something? Are you suggesting that women's feelings is also the news? <laughs> that's next week's debate, sorted. And the other thing is, football's the only thing that's keeping racism alive in the UK. <laughs> um, <laughs> what would we be without colonialism? It's a very good argument. Right. <laughs> it's part of the British identity. I have to say, would you, would you like a final? Oh, okay, cool. So look, the, the thing is, the issue is that we're so shit at our own sports that last year the whole country went ballistic with delight when we came forth in a tournament of a sport that we invented. Like... Surely the only time that coming forth is a good thing is if you're taking part in an orgy. I would say it depends how long after the first three have finished. <laughs> <laughs> to, bounce, to bounce off Elliot's point, colonising other countries is the only sport we could win a World Cup in. Yeah. <laughs> so good at that. Say so you are pro. <laughs> All right, well, we've had our debate. You seem confused. Uh, so am I. <laughs> So I had like six more jokes to make. Oh, oh sorry. You want to go? No, please, uh, please. Well, if they're any worse than the first, they, okay. Let's uh, let's look at the sports that we have popularised in this country. Football was invented so players can get jobs in shampoo adverts. <laughs> Cricket was invented so we could just keep fucking off Australians. <laughs> Snooker was invented so that fat people could win the sports sports personality of the year. <laughs> and rugby was invented so public school boys could deal with repressed homosexuality. <laughs> See, it wasn't worth carrying on, really, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd count that by saying there's not enough sports. There's not enough sports news. I think everything should be a sport. You know, I'd like to see live streams of pub pool tournaments, you know, Candy Crush analysis with Roy Keane. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon transfer deadline day. Yeah, somebody tweeting a rumour that they've seen Chorizo turn up at Man U for a medical. <laughs> I thought you were saying like we should turn like politics and things into a sport. Like I would genuinely love to see a Brexit decided in a boxing match between <laughs> Boris Johnson and Jeremy Corbyn. Bring a boxing, I'd love to see it decided in a sack race. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's throw this to our audience. Who has won the debate? Is it pro sport? Yeah. <laughs> Or is it the sport isn't a news? It's pretty even, but I reckon the sport isn't a news has, has got the extra points. Yeah. So let's, um, let's say that you're in seven points on our online news team and nine points on our broadcast team. All right, obviously we've got to finish with the weather. So for some quick points, let's turn to the weather. I've got some movie descriptions as weather reports with your buzzers ready. The panelist's goal is to guess the film. Ready? Mm-hmm. A low-pressure system is coming in from the north and high winds are picking up. Outlook is pretty black and white. But once the system hits, it's all colour and rainbows. You might be wishing you could get... Bing, Yes? Wizard of Oz. It is Wizard of Oz. Congratulations. Yes. It's not looking good for the polar ice caps. As environmental change is expected to cross the planet, don't worry, some people are developing gills to adapt to this new oceany world. Fast and Furious 8. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not entirely unbelievable, is it? Ian? Uh, the artistic art house film starring Kevin Costner, Waterworld. It is, in fact, Waterworld, yes. We've got two more. It's nine apiece now, so come on, get in the game. The English countryside is looking really quite sunny and warm. And it is an isolated, wintry snow front localised in a small bedroom. If you do attempt to travel, you'll need to stay warm by stocking up on Turkish delights. 
Is it the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? It is Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Personally, I like this last line. But try not to wear the fur as the animals can talk. <laughs> and finally, this could, uh, this could equalise the game. It was looking quite sunny until a few moments ago. As an unexpected clown formations have come out of nowhere and expected to dump vast amounts of rain, seemingly caused by a genocidal deity. A singular wooden chip is your best bet, but it's recommended that you partner up with. <laughs> I feel like he's, he's jumping in with a buzzer first, yes? Uh, Noah? It is Noah, yes. All right, well, that's disappointing. It seems that we've ended up on an even 10 points apiece. Sack race. Sack race. I would say boxing much, but you're both bigger than us. <laughs> well, we've yeah, never ended up with a draw have. before, but it's nice to have one. So here's the audio trophy for both of you. <laughs> and finally, just to wrap up, here are some news headlines. <laughs> As no-deal Brexit preparations begin, Boris Johnson announces plans for a purge night. <laughs> Piers Morgan outraged as school shooting means he has 20 more dead kids' phones to hack. <laughs> <laughs> Outcries child thrown off Tate Modern balcony revealed to be Turner Prize entry. <laughs> <laughs> Brexit solved after my mum came in. <laughs> If you'd like to come along to one of our shows, jump online at justanotherpanelshow.com slash events. Or if you want to write or be on the panel, same deal. Thanks for listening and join us again for another episode next week. Where our topic is, of course, Boris Johnson. Have a good night.